Boca Mamas is a candid conversation with two moms of color about race, culture, justice, and social change. We believe that there is power and value when a variety of voices come together to have this very important conversation. So no matter what your background or experience may be, there's a place for you at Mocha Mamas. All we ask is that you come ready to learn and that you always respect others. So what are we waiting for? Let's start the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mocha Mamas. My name is Inez, and I am your host. I am here with our co-host, Christy. Hello. Hi, Christy. And so today we are talking about microaggression. And maybe you don't know what microaggression is, or maybe you've heard it and you're not sure what it is. Hopefully today we will define it for you and we want to give some examples of microaggressions. And, and of course, we're going to share our own personal experiences. I know that I have experienced a lot of microaggression in my life. Um, I'm not sure about you, Christy, um, but we are going to talk about that today. So in case you don't know what microaggression is, I'm going to read, I'm going to read two definitions for you. One is um, from the dictionary, <laughs> Merriam-Webster, and it says and that microaggression is a comment or action that subtly and often unconsciously or unintentionally expresses a prejudiced attitude toward a member of a marginalized group, such as a racial minority. And then another, uh, another definition I found that I that I really liked, I thought explained it really well, was in an article that I found on Vox. And it says, when people's biases against, or this is microaggression, when people's biases against marginalized groups reveal themselves in a way that leaves their victims feeling uncomfortable or insulted. So I think that's a really good way to put microaggression. Um, so I have some examples here. And Christy, please feel free to jump in if you have some examples as well of what microaggressions are. And then we'll kind of get into our own personal experiences on it. But one, and if you've experienced any of these, feel free to go ahead and say that. As okay. well, Christy. <laughs> um, but one microaggression, I've heard this a lot, is you, you sound white. Yep. <laughs> no checking boxes <laughs> or another one and I've actually gotten this one as well which is kind of like what um is another way you know people will say you sound white or people will say you sound so professional <laughs> like <laughs> okay what does that mean right. so, you know how did you expect me to talk right. um right um oh this one I've gotten this one oh where are you really from? <laughs> uh, <laughs> These actually aren't funny. No, I just, it's not <laughs> funny, but it's just crazy. Of the just people like, say these. Yes, yes. yes. Like, thank you. you. Thank oh. you. Okay, how about this one, Chrissy? Okay. You don't act black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what's funny about that one is that you, I get that from both sides, not just from white people, oh, but from black people too. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
I could see that. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, okay. I have gotten this one a lot. Your name is too hard to say. Do you have a nickname? Um, oh, that's I've gotten up. What's that? That's messed up. Yeah, it is. I've gotten that a lot. And you have, like, what, five letters in your name? Four. Four, yeah. Four. I've had people, I was going to save this for the personal examples, but I'll just share it now. I have had people outright refuse to say my name correctly. Refuse. Well, we're in America. I'm not going to say your name. I'm like, okay, then. Or, you know, like, or, well, I don't speak Spanish. I speak English. And in yeah, English, I've seen people say that in like videos, like shared on Facebook or something. And just like, how is it that people let themselves say that out of their mouth? That is like the most, it's, I don't understand it at all. Yeah. It's, what do you say in response <laughs> to that? I mean, I, you know, I, I probably have different responses now. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, okay, so I had a situation that just, just happened like um, two weeks ago, maybe. Um, I was at an event. I was with a friend who is named Monica. And so in English, most people would look at that and they would call her Monica. Mm-hmm. But it's in, in Spanish pronunciation, it's Monica. And she goes by Monica and I'm Inez. And those are, those are our names. So we're at this event and a couple of people commented on our names. I think it was having the both of us together just kind of highlighted the fact that right. we have that our names are hard to pronounce, I guess. And so somebody said, basically outright said, no, it's Monica and Inez. And I looked at this person and I said, that is a microaggression. And and I just kind of went <laughs> on and I was like, and I will not be microaggressed. No, I don't know. We haven't even know how to say that. But I was just like, no, you're that that's not right. Like this is how you say our names. And I understand if you can't pronounce it perfectly, I totally get that. But you need to try. Right. And the person was like, and, you know, and, and that was not the first time that this person has brought up the difficulty of saying either one of our names, but that person has not brought it up since then. <laughs> so, I <bet. laughs> so I think when I was younger, I just, I didn't know what to say. And I'm not saying that's even the right thing to say, but just say, just not allowing people to assert that their way is the right way and really what it is is the white way is the right way right like that's what they're saying and so no (laughs) but yeah when I was younger I think at one point I had this lady and I was very very caught off guard that she just refused to say my name correctly because this is America and she speaks English and I almost it almost brought me to tears I didn't even know what to say uh but yeah very different now. It's crazy. Okay, so I have three more. Um, okay. And this is this is a scenario, but this is a microaggression. Um, you know, holding on to your purse as a black man walks by, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Or uh, or otherwise appearing afraid, being visibly afraid, simply because uh, there's no reason. 
unless the black guy has a knife or a gun in his hand, you know, like right. there's no reason for you to clutch your purse. <laughs> like, right. He's going to rob you. The only reason you're doing that is because of the color of his skin. Right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I've seen that play out on screen, but I can't remember where I saw it now. So I guess it's irrelevant, but I feel like <laughs> I've seen like something like that on TV or like, you know, something that actually happened where a white woman responded in that way with her. I can't remember what it was now, but oh, well, <laughs> that I have I have heard of people acting that way in regards to seeing black people walking nearby. Which is crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have too. Well, you know, <laughs> I see it. Our, uh, had you know um, that app nextdoor.com? Yeah. Or uh-huh. next, is it, um, so we, I have that, you know, we, I get on a read and I just can't, like, I had to stop reading it because there is so much, some of it is outright racist and others of it is, would be classified as microaggression but oh man people saying like there's a suspicious black man knocking on doors and I'm like and I actually this quote-unquote suspicious black man has knocked on my door before (laughs) and I've talked to him and he's super nice and like wow somebody else commented and was like oh and I forget his name but and and I was so proud I'm like way to use your privilege like it was a white woman she commented and she's like oh you mean and I don't remember his name was Gary or whatever whatever his name was (laughs) um yeah didn't didn't you notice his lanyard with his bat his badge on it he works for such and such company he's really nice and I was like I was very happy that that yeah did that Right. But yeah, people will do that just because it was a black man walking around in the neighborhood. They're that afraid. Is so. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. The, um, the story, of, I think I shared it in our Mocha Mama's Facebook group about the the, the teenager that was uh, arrested at his, at, well, it wasn't at his school, but he was playing a basketball game. Yes, when he was sitting on the other side of the team yeah. or something like that. And he was on the, right, like you were saying, on the opposing side and he was told to move and he asked why he was supposed to move. They, they I don't know if they ever gave him a reason, but he gets up and moves and he's with other people this is what gets me it's like he's with other people yeah he was the only one who was picked on mm-hmm. and obviously to me it does seem like he was picked on because he was black and er, like he was handcuffed and everything but he was with his coach he was at a, a high school like it doesn't make sense at all like for someone to just automatically jump on this one kid and he's with other kids of I'm sure of other colors I'm sure he was the only one You're in right. that particular right. group. And he was the one that was picked out and picked on. Like, that's, I could talk about that all day, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll do another one on that. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's crazy. That, to me, goes beyond microaggression. But, but yeah, doing something like that, having that fear of somebody, right. just words of, yeah, just because of the color of their skin. That's, oh, that's crazy. Um. Another microaggression is, what are you? I don't know if you, you probably don't get that. Yeah, I haven't. My brother used to get it, my younger brother. He's a little bit lighter than I am. And 
he has these really, really pretty brown eyes that I used to be jealous about when I was growing up. But they're like Aww. super bright brown eyes. And so people automatically assumed he was like another mixture. Yeah. So yeah. they would always ask him, oh, what are you mixed with? <laughs> He's like, uh, black and black. <laughs> black and black. Black and black. <laughs> black. <laughs> yep. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I get that quite often. And I'm full, full Mexican. Uh, both of my parents are Mexican. But... I guess I don't look Mexican. I whatever Mexican looks like, I don't look like it. So, <laughs> so I get that all the time. What are you? Right. What are you? Like, human? what do they think? <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. Like, what do they think you are? Does anyone ever be like, oh, you look? Oh, this oh yeah. Racer. People always think I'm um, Indian, like Middle Eastern. Oh, I yeah. get I get that a lot. I've gotten some. Not as much. So I used to live in Hawaii. When I lived in Hawaii, people didn't really think that because they know better. <laughs> but living here uh, in California, a lot of people think I'm Hawaiian. So um, it's actually pretty rare that someone's first guess is is Mexican, which is which is funny because right. I'm full. I'm I'm Mexican, but right. I don't I don't get that very often. So yeah, it's like, what are you I'm like? <laughs> um, I, I don't know how to answer that. Um, and then the last microaggression example is <laughs> this one gets me. Uh, assuming, <laughs> assuming, <laughs> assuming that a person of color is the help. Oh, oh, you know what that just made me think about that thing you tagged me in on Instagram with the pictures. It's like a photographer. But I don't know what it was, but there was like reverse roles. Oh, with the little white girl looking at, was it that? Yeah, one? but there was another. Like I clicked on the profile because I'm, you know, I'm nosy like that. So <laughs> I, I clicked on her profile and she shared another photo, and it had um, a, a white woman in a maid outfit, and then this oh, Hispanic really? woman, like she's that. waiting on her. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> But yes, that is a that is a crazy um thing. And you know, um back I remember back when I was like, hmm, I don't know how old I was, but I know I was pretty pretty young. And um my mom she owned a a, a beauty salon. Her and my, our neighbor, they they owned a a beauty salon in town and um there was this uh older white lady that worked in the building next door to it and she would come by like every now and again just to like talk and you know gossip and stuff like that about the other people who own stuff over there um but one day the postman came upstairs to deliver a package and he was like uh he went to the to the the lady that was there he was like oh hey are you the owner I got this package for you (laughs) and and she was like, uh, no, I, I don't work here. She's like, uh, this lady talked to, to my mom. She she works here. And she and he was like, oh, um, I, I didn't realize. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's just things like that. Wow. Like, why do you automatically mm-hmm. assume that this woman was the owner? You know, it's, but yeah, that's a good point you bring up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that happened to my uncle one time he moved in and he lived in a a fairly affluent neighborhood not fairly very and 
he when he had moved in i guess somebody approached him and thought he was the gardener oh that's that's messed up yeah and he's like actually i just moved this is my house i just moved in to the house you know and uh and that happens a lot to my mom yeah Uh with uh my my brothers actually all of the kids in our family i don't know if i've mentioned this before but all of the all of my parents' grandkids are half white, except for my son. And so we have all shades. And so my brother's kids are pretty fair. And one of them for sure will have to defend the fact that he's half Mexican his whole life, which is unfortunate, but he doesn't look an ounce Mexican. Oh, wow. And so, (laughs) so my mom, you know, she'll be out with him and people will always assume that she's the nanny. And she's like, no, these are my, <laughs> this is my grandson. Yeah. You know, so it's just like people, it is funny to me that people are, are like that. Yeah. You know, even, but yeah. So I know she gets out a lot. I don't know if I've ever been confused for the help before, but. But yeah, that's definitely my question. I know that 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 happens. Right. Um, so, I do you have do you have any personal experiences of ways that you've experienced microaggression? Well, you kind of got hit on the main ones that I experienced, especially like the you know you talk white or you act white ones. Um, <laughs> like. Um, and like I said earlier, you get, I kind of got that from both sides of the fence, like, especially in mm-hmm. my family, like, um, I'm really close with, like, my mom's side of the family, and they are very, mm, I don't want to call them, like, a name, but they're, mm, <laughs> I don't know how to say it, in a, in, so it doesn't come off as, as, as I'm trying to make it seem as a negative thing, but they're just more, I don't know. We're, we're opposites, but even though we're really close. Anyway, so okay. I, I used to get picked on a lot. <laughs> it's like, oh, they call me Missy. That's my nickname. Missy, you so, you so, you such a white girl. Or, they used to call me an Oreo, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, um, you know, I went through this phase where you might, might have like listened to, well, not a phase because I still do sometimes listen to other types of music. Not, I don't just listen to like gospel or hip hop or, or rap. I, I like a, a lot yeah. of different kinds of music. And so like I used to get picked on for that. Oh, you listen to that white girl music, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> so I had a lot of that more so from that side, like from my, I guess from people, from other black people. But then like um, when I was in school, um, and I came across, you know, a certain group of people that might call me like, oh, you're just trying to be like, trying to be white. Like, I'm not trying to be anything but me, you know, <laughs> but that's the type mm-hmm. of things that I did experience. And, you know, I talked to um, my husband about this, too, because he's he's always said, you know, he's not like a cookie cutter black person, <laughs> like. Because he, now, I listen to different kinds of music, but he goes far. Like, he listens to, like, metal, and I can't, I can't listen to that. (laughs) But, like, he (laughs) likes that kind of stuff. And, like, he plays video games, but he doesn't like, um, like, the normal, I'll say, black people games. Like, 
you know, like the NBA games or football games, like he doesn't like any stuff like that. But people automatically assume when he says, oh, do you play games? Like, yeah. Oh, they like, oh, do you got that new NBA, whatever? And he'd be like, oh, no, I don't <laughs> I don't play that, you know, and like people automatically assume because he's black that he likes basketball or he likes football, but he doesn't like sports at all. He likes more um other stuff (laughs) and so like he talks about that to me sometimes too like a lot of his friends actually I don't think he maybe he has one black friend but a lot of his friends are like Asian or white like he doesn't have any other black friends because a lot of he doesn't really have anything in common with them so he's like that person who's had a lot of microaggressions as far as like oh you don't act black like you don't seem like a a black person because you don't like these certain things so I thought that was really interesting because um, I was talking to him about this and he was like, oh, I got a lot to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, when you're talking about the sports, I, that made me think of what I've experienced as far as my son goes since he was young and now he's older and he's and he's on the taller side, which is, I'm I'm very short. So he gets that for sure from his dad. But <laughs> So uh, some of it might have to do with that, but honestly, it's because he's black. People will say the dumbest things like, oh, since he was a baby, you know, or since I was pregnant, they would be like, oh, make sure you put him in sports. Oh, 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 he's going to make, you know, and then they'll make like, oh, he's going to, oh, he'll be able to support you. And I'm like, what in the world? Like, you don't even, you don't even know what he's going to be as an infant. So, but people, that's another, you know, just. Assuming that somebody is good at basketball or football or dancing or singing, you know, there's all kinds of things that people will connect with being black in this case. And they'll, and that's a form of microaggression by saying those comments like that Mm -hmm. is just, it it just shows an ignorance that people have. And for me personally, like I said at the beginning, I've experienced a lot of microaggression in um, the one where are you really from. There was this one instance where I felt very, very uncomfortable. Um, I was, it was when I lived in Hawaii and I was, um, I was uh, working with this family out there with their kids and the husband says, oh, so where are you from? I'm from California. <laughs> oh, no, mm-hmm. but where But where are you? But where are you originally from? California. Right. No, but what about before that? Where are you? Where are you really from? From California. Where's your family from? Oh, my dad's from Arizona. My mom's from California. <laughs> and I just kept going with it because I knew what he was doing. And, right. I, and it was really annoying. And he goes, no, 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 no. But like, but where are you actually from? And I said, my mother's womb. And then <laughs> he was just like, and then it just ended. And I was like, because um, <laughs> it's just, I just wanted him to think about what he was saying. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's so ridiculous. Like, yeah. I'm from California. Why can't you leave it at that? You know? Yeah. Um, And so when I think what people don't realize, you know, maybe you're listening and you are like, oh, well, I've said that and I don't mean anything by it. Um, You know, that definition that I read in the beginning said that most people are doing it either unconsciously or 
unintentionally. And so it's not, if you've said these things, in most cases, I know you're not doing it out of, you're not even realizing that you're doing it or the, the harm that it could be doing or, you know, the message that you're, you're sending to people. But it really, I know, like, I've been in those situations where I just feel really uncomfortable and it, it kind of like highlights the fact that like, oh, I'm, it, oh yeah, I'm like, I, in some ca- cases it's made me feel like, oh yeah, I don't belong here. You know, like right. there's a, another story that is just funny and ridiculous. But um, years ago, I worked at an organization where I, there were like, maybe I, I can think of two other people of color, maybe three out of, of, in an organization where we probably had 40 employees or something. And, uh, you know, somebody decided to do a Cinco de Mayo party at lunch and we all brought different things for Cinco de Mayo. And so the, the boss, the, the big boss, the head boss, you know, everyone's gathered around. It's just fun, you know, visiting with coworkers and whatnot. And he looks at me and he goes, Inez, why didn't you tell everyone what Cinco de Mayo is about? Ooh, and I was wow. Like, okay. Oh, wow. Like why, you know, it was just, it was awkward and it made me right. feel like, it made me feel like I stuck out like a sore thumb. Like I don't, like, I don't belong here. And thankfully I had heard on the radio on the way into work that day, all about Cinco de Mayo. So I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just said what I knew. And then I threw in there, like, I learned that this morning, you know, um, kind of a thing and just made kind of light of it. But that really, I, I think about that situation or the situation where the lady practically brought me to tears saying she won't say my name yeah the way I wanted her to because we're in America and you speak English in America and she speaks English and so I think about these different things and maybe some of my scenarios are a little more extreme perhaps but in all of those situations it made me feel very uncomfortable right and very aware of my brownness yeah and and not in a positive way right and honestly in every single one of those situations those people could have made me aware of my brownness in a positive way mm-hmm. that guy could have asked me where my you know about my ancestry like so where you know and it could have been an interesting conversation about yeah. culture and that instead of making me feel uncomfortable by saying well where are you really from and, mm-hmm. you know, that lady could have asked me to help her pronounce it, you know, she could have yeah. learned something tried. that exactly. day. Yeah, and tried. And, you know, so there's, it, it's, I understand that it's not always intentional, but I think it's very important that people recognize and understand how you're making people feel exactly when you are doing these, saying these these things. And, you know, when I was preparing for this show, I was looking at different articles on microaggression. And I, I found an article that talks about how, and I can totally see this because just in the ways that I've experienced microaggression, um, it says that research has shown that microaggression can have mental health effects like Mm -hmm. anger, depression, to the extent of people having suicidal thoughts microaggressions in the workplace 
I don't even think this needs to be said, but they can also create a hostile work environment. And I've experienced that myself where somebody is constantly saying these things that maybe aren't necessarily racist, but are certainly microaggression to the point where I feel, where I felt like I was in a hostile work environment. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel comfortable going to meetings with a certain person because I feared what that person might say or how that person might say inappropriate things to me, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, I can definitely, definitely see that. So how do people stop (laughs) microaggression? Maybe you're listening and you're like, okay, but what do I, I can't really help it. You know, like we said, it's not always intentional. Um, You may not even realize you're doing it. So after you do it, I, I, the first thing I would say is just be aware, right? Mm-hmm. Be aware of these things and admit, admit that you have biases. I think it's hard for people to admit that, but we all, we all have a bias in some way. Yeah, and for sure. It's not, you know, and it's not that we, you're never going to experience that. You're never going to feel like, okay, so maybe a black man walked by you and you felt afraid and, you know, maybe you're like, but I couldn't help it. I don't know why I felt that way. Okay. We'll just own that and admit that Mm -hmm. be aware of that bias and then challenge that. Why do I feel that way? You know? So I think that's the next step of, of stopping microaggression is constantly challenge your biases and your prejudices. I had, I had this experience and I feel so bad to even say this, but I had this experience a couple of months ago. I took my son to play at some kind of indoor playground type place. And there Mm -hmm. was this little boy, little black boy who was, I, I don't, I'm not trying to justify why I thought this, but he was dressed kind of, he looked a little, to me, I immediately, and I'm admitting 100%, this was a bias. I immediately thought like of him as like, he was a little rough or he was going to, you know, so I was like, my instinct was he came up and I wanted to, and he kind of, he was a little bit aggressive in like the game that we were playing, just kind of inserted himself to where we were and playing. Mm -hmm. And my instinct was to move away because, oh, I think this little boy is a little rough you know Mm -hmm. but I recognized that and I was like whoa like Inez (laughs) like that's like I recognized that I had this immediate bias towards a little child and so what did I do I didn't move away (laughs) I didn't act any kind of way to him I just said hello had my son introduce himself to the little boy and we invited him to play with us and we played and so that's really great yeah and but so we just but we have if I wasn't willing to admit that I had that bias or willing to stop and challenge that and then I just would have moved along right Right. and potentially you know who knows like I could be teaching my son to do that right right, exactly he's gonna pick up like oh every time kids that look like that come up my mom moves away right you know and so uh we teach that they pick up on that So you have to challenge it. You have to challenge your biases and prejudice attitudes. And I think 
I think the reason why so many of us don't do that is because we feel bad. We don't want to admit that we yeah, have those. Exactly. But we do. And so, um, and the last thing I think is just think before you speak. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Just don't say it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> keep it to yourself. Okay. <laughs> if you find yourself saying something a certain way, like stop. Okay. Is there another way I can ask this question? If there's not, then just don't ask it. Just don't say it. Yep. It's, I agree with that. Really that simple. <laughs> but so I don't know if you have anything else to add, Christy. I feel like I kind of. Oh, no. This <laughs> I enjoyed listening to you. That's like, oh, girl, you was hitting a nail on the head. But <laughs> no, I don't have anything else to add. Um, uh, yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> okay. All right. Because I, I feel like this. what I want to say is going to go off to a whole other subject. So. Oh, okay. Well, I'll save it. <laughs> okay, you can just email me and we'll add it to yeah. another episode. <laughs> so, well, thank you, Christy. I enjoyed this conversation. This is one I've been wanting to talk about. And yes. um, if you have any feedback on this, if you've experienced microaggression, you want to share that with us, or if you... Have said things that you're recognizing are microaggression and you're willing to share that with us. We would love to hear about that. You can engage with us on social media. You can also email us. We have an email hello at mochamamas.com. We would love to hear from you. So thank you again, Christy. Thank you. To our next episode. Yay. All right. Bye. 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 We cannot thank you enough for listening to Mocha Mamas. Seriously, you guys, we are so very grateful that you listen to our episodes. And we have a little bit of a favor to ask of you. If you loved today's episode, would you please share with a friend or family member? Or maybe you can share it publicly to all of your friends and family on social media. We really enjoy having these conversations with you. And we just need a little help spreading the word because we know that there is power in personal advertisement. We know that your friends and your family trust you. They trust your recommendation and what you have to say. So again, if you could help us out by sharing about Mocha Mamas with your friends and family, we would be so very grateful. Thank you again for listening to today's episode and don't forget we want to hear from you so shoot us an email at hello at mochamamas.com you can hit us up on social media mocha mamas podcast on both facebook and instagram and if you're listening on the anchor app you can even leave us a voice message we really would love to hear from you and we cannot wait for our next conversation next week